Joseph and Marquita, and this is the His, Hers, and Ours podcast. Yo, today we have some very special guests. We have them damn kids of ours, and we are going to talk to them soon. But before we do, Marquita, we had a crazy ass week. Whew. We had a crazy ass week. Um, we canceled. We 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 made it through COVID. We we got our you know negative. No, testing. you made it through COVID. I ain't making through COVID. <laughs> you still making it through I'm, COVID. I'm struggling. Yeah, I'm hey, listen, just when just when I thought COVID was over, we started getting hit with some after effects. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm talking, I couldn't wake up for a whole day. Oh. I was walking through the store, feeling out of breath. Yeah. yeah. And I have no energy to do absolutely anything. Yeah, it sucks real ass. Uh, <laughs> so, um... What what do we what do we got going on today? Let's talk about uh, how how was the rest of your week other than COVID. Other than COVID, um, yeah, it was shitty. I mean, you you can't say other than COVID. COVID is just shitty. And it's it no other way around it. it. Made everything. I tell you what, we really didn't even get to do much. I mean, we don't even have like a funny story, a no. serious story, or any kind of story to tell to no. share because like these after effects have just been up. Bitch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't feel sick. Do you feel sick? Yes. Okay, I don't. Feel sick. <laughs> I definitely don't. Feel I mean, sick. can you hear it? No. Oh. You're always loud and obnoxious. My bad. My bad. Okay, I'm gonna focus on my inside voice today. But let's go ahead and bring these damn kids here. Okay. So who we got in here? We got all our damn kids. Listen, if you guys listen to um, our first episode, we talked about a little bit about our story and we shared our family dynamic and we talked about how we became. The blended family that we did. So first, before we get into recapping about that story, let's just introduce all of our kids. Who we got from the oldest to youngest? Let's go ahead and start with Aisha. I am Aisha. I'm the oldest. Aisha, our That's recent, okay. our recent college grad. Big ups. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. Chippewa. Yeah, MSU Chippewa. Hey, what's your team doing this year? Right now, what's your football team doing right now? We're CMU. Did you call us MSU? I did. Call you MSU. <laughs> I knew what it was. It said COVID after effects. No, it's just I was watching Michigan. I was watching the, the, the big Michigan teams the other day. That's all. I was fighting for I was fighting for Ohio with my life, with my heart, with my soul. Yeah, as you I was should. Crap to every Michigan fan. I told you that I'm, I'm always repping the O H I O, never stopping. But but we. Yeah, we took that in. We took that in a major way. But you know what's up? That's all good. We ain't even gonna trip over that. Okay? So who we got next? Diamond. I'm the second one, Diamond. Diamond, what's up? Tell us a little bit about your... (laughs) I am 20... Oh, wait. I'm not 22 anymore. I'm 23 now. Yeah, just had a birthday a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Happy belated. Stop it. All right, and then we got our main man. I feel like I am. Zay, where you at, boy? Man, what's happening? The real one. The star of the family. Uh, you know, it's your boy Zay, a.k.a. Blaze the Don. I will let you finish, but I heard that you mentioned me. <laughs> no, no, no. no there was no mistake there. There was no mistake there. I will let you finish, but I'm straight. Go ahead and let, but let me refocus. But let me refocus. Please. <laughs> you know, being in a family of... Uh, a large number is always that one hater. Um, you know, they always wish they could be you and achieve what you do of being the realest, but they can never just quite get to it. But it's okay. It's all you good. Know, as the middle child, I'm like the backbone that holds his family. I love it. I love it. Zay, Zay just finished uh, 
barbering school. So shout out to you. You yeah. get ready to take it. When you take your test, son? Whenever I get this certificate, man. You know, they up there playing with you, boy. Okay. You know, trying to prolong it. I'm trying to hurry up and get it done. All right. Yeah, now, now we got this. Where the young boy? Where the young boy, Jaden? There he is. Jaden, what's good, man? Big boy. Tell him a little it's bit like, about what you're doing. Um, 16 and I wrestled for Allen Schools. Hey, hi, hey, big up to uh, Jaden. He just had his first uh, tournament mm -hmm. win. You know, his first year wrestling, had his first tournament win over the weekend. So that's what's up. So listen, so a couple of weeks. be as good as me, but I'm just saying. Go ahead, my bad. Ooh. Nah, that's kind of I'm a and Holland would never have anything on Harden. So. <laughs> I was sl I was slam every single last one of y'all kids, bro. Don't blame me. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's wrap that up. I want to go ahead and get into it today. Because we have to introduce how we even got to this point. So if we if if we go back a couple of weeks, you know, um, we shared our story, and part of that story included uh, our dynamic, our our blended family. So, when Marquita, when you and I met, we had a kid apiece. We thought. We thought. So, we had a kid apiece. You had a daughter. Uh, Aisha was, I think, what, 14, 15 at the time? 15. Uh, 15. Isaiah was 12. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, you know, at 35 years old, it's hard to find somebody when you're starting over who doesn't have any kids. Right. So, one kid, hey, you know, it's like, we can do uh, that. Yes, yeah, like, it's okay. And it's... both Aisha and Isaiah ran track. Right. Um, everything kind of meshed a little bit, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a real, real big struggle. Then all of a sudden, you're pregnant. And, 30 days later. Right. And now we're, we're adding a, a youngin to the mix. Now, did you ever, did you think you wanted to have more kids? I wanted to, but I wanted the right situation. I wanted a husband. I didn't want to be a baby mom. I didn't want to be a single parent. Mm -hmm. So I knew that I wanted more kids, but just the right way. The right way. And I, myself, I really wasn't trying to have any more kids. I didn't want That ain't what kids. you said. I said that if I ever got remarried and my wife wanted kids, I would be No, open. no, 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 no. Jordan wouldn't have been here the next month. Okay, first of all, Jordan was an accident. So we're not even going to act like it was all planned out this way. All right, let's just tell the truth. So moving, moving on. No, we're not moving on because you can't move on after a comment like that. No, I can because it's just the truth. We're ground down so we can get into what we're getting into today. We okay? might as well just start we can, we, can argue, we can argue this point. My baby wasn't no fucking accident. She was a oops baby. Bullshit. You are a liar. So now we have three kids. Yeah. Right? Okay. So we get married, go down the line. We've been married a couple of years. Oh, two years later, my we lose my sister, Janetta. And Janetta had a 14-year-old son, Jaden, at the time. And we took in Jaden. So that, just giving backstory, is how we have the five kids that we have and that we're raising and have raised. So now that we've covered that, we can go back and talk about some of the things that came along with that, which is what we really want to talk about today and talk with the kids about today. Because when you look at the family dynamic, I mean, like, you see everybody on the, on the call today. Everybody is family. Everybody loves one another. And it all works. But there are some things that had to take place. There may have been some feelings that were going on. So like you said, so in the beginning, Aisha and Isaiah, like, how did this kind of affect how you guys um, were impacted? Okay. Okay. Um, I think at the beginning it was a extremely hard adjustment because for the majority of my life, it was only just me and my mom or just me and my mom and my grandma. So moving into a new home, living with men and all this other stuff, like I think it was just an adjustment that uh, we all had to get used to. And I you know, and I agree with that. Go ahead. Uh, it, was, it was weird, you know, for sure, because, you know, growing up being a single child, you know, I only had, it was just me, dad, and my mom, and then, you know, parents split up. And it was just me and dad, you know, with still Jada as my little cousin. That's whatever, though. That's another story, but... I'm I'm used to I'm chilling by myself, you know what I'm saying? My the room, but that's across from my room, that was my playroom. Yeah, I had a little basketball up in there, a pool table, everything. And now my dad's 
up here telling me, hey, they moving in. And I'm like, oh, word, where they stand? Well, they're going to have to take the playroom. Now, hold on. <laughs> that was so funny. Because yeah. my mom was like, yeah, we moving in. I said, with grandma. <laughs> yeah, we already here. <laughs> I said, hold on now, let's let's bump a brakes, you know. I got my pool table and everything in there. What do you want me what do you expect me to do? You know, but you know, eventually it got cool. Yeah. You feel me? And I think I think that's so that's so important because like when the when everyone kinda got together, let's be honest, we got good kids, right? Mm-hmm. We got really good kids, and they like never made it an issue. We didn't have to deal with a lot of fighting or attitudes, but there was clearly there were some feelings and some emotions that were going on behind the decision that you and I had made. So, what was going on with you? Like, you know, you you got this daughter, you're moving in. You never raised a boy before. Yeah, um, being pregnant at the age of <laughs> thirty-five when you thought that you know you had your life in order and the path that you thought that you were going to be on just got flushed down the toilet. Mm -hmm. So just dealing with that whole concept of starting a whole nother chapter that I wasn't prepared for, that was difficult for me. Right. And already, like you said, like your idea was if I'm going to have another child, Mm -hmm. I want to be married. I want to be a wife, Mm -hmm. plan having a child. Yeah. I didn't want any, any more surprises. Yeah, that definitely was a surprise. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the end of the... Huh? Yeah. But at the end of the day, when you are having unprotected sex... That part. That's one of the consequences that can happen. You know, your whole life, everything about your life can change. And not only your life, but, you know, other individuals, other little people that depend on you. That's yeah, that's tough. Yeah. And, you know, going in, one of my main concerns, I knew Aisha would be okay because she has like a, <laughs> like a dominant, uh, very strong personality. Right. But I didn't, like, my heart went out to Isaiah because it's like I was the only child for so long and I put myself in his place. And I probably wouldn't have handled it as well as Isaiah did. You know, a stranger moving into my home right after my parents' divorce, that's, that's tough. Right. So more than you know, Isaiah, I thought about you a whole lot and how this would affect you. I didn't want... To move in to your room, but we like I told Joseph to have you this what room because we knew we had a new baby coming in. I knew the smaller room would be good right. for Jordan, but I didn't want to invade your home or your privacy because me as a child at your age, right? Because what I say, you yeah, were twelve years old at the time, I think. Twelve. I was, yeah, I was in the sixth grade when Jordan was being born, so yeah, twelve. Yeah, mm-hmm. just her I think that um, with us moving in, like, of course we all adapted, but I think that what the first, the first few months were like difficult because I think with us living all separate lives, like you and Isaiah had a structure, right. yes. like just with the small thing, like eating cereal, going to the bathroom, bathroom yeah. times or whatever. And then I think that, you know, me and my mom, we are, we had our structure. We always had like two bathrooms to like do our little separate things. Like, and I think that, um, it, I think it was an adjustment because it, I think everything just happened. Like, I don't feel like we all had a talk. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, this is going to change and this is going to change. Like, I think it was kind of like, all right, we're doing this. It's happening because yeah. we don't have yeah. no choice, right? And I think those, I think, I think uh, at the beginning it was an adjustment for a little bit, and then we kind of got into the swing of things. But then I think it got harder once Google was born, yeah. Because it was like, okay, we're in the swing of things, but now we all have to pitch in on this little person. Like right. this little yeah. person is like taking a little bit more than what we were expecting yeah. and then I think our patients in the house with each other kind of like ran really yeah. thin because it was like how mom said I had a dominant personality Joseph you were very dominant and then it was like me and Isaiah wasn't getting along because it's like uh I I didn't want to be there and he didn't want me there <laughs> yeah. once like once me and Isaiah <laughs> like had a talk. He's like, you moved into my playroom. I was like, well, nigga, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't want to live in your playroom. 
a whole sitcom. Yeah. And and, and and then you you throw in too the other dynamics of you know Marquita you had your business yeah. that you had just given up and now you're driving back and forth to Cleveland. Um, yeah. I had a good paying job that had just closed. Now we made the decision for me to start my business and go back to school full time. So we got all of these different dynamics going on. Yeah. Like and like Aisha said, now we have a small baby. Everybody's expected to pitch in, and everybody's like. What the hell just happened to my life? Yeah. You know? And that's why, like, that's why I think, like, with this episode, I mean, like, most, a lot of the people that may listen to this, you know, don't know us. But then for those in our community who do know us and look at us, you know, they look at, like, wow. Even people in our families, like, wow, you guys really got it together. But it wasn't always like that. It wasn't as easy as... It took years for us to actually, like, figure it out. Yeah. I was on airplane mode for a lot of the time. Huh? I was on airplane mode for a lot of time. Explain what you mean. If you honestly ask me how much I remember Mm -hmm. from when they moved in to now, it's not a lot. Wow. I really don't don't remember nothing. The most I remember is like obviously when they moved in. Uh, I think during the time, at the time too, I was still going back and forth between, you know, this house and my mom's house. Yeah. So that's like another like gap. Yeah. Uh, right there. So like, I was kind of just here, just floating, not really thinking about it too much. And I think I just used that as like a, almost like a coping type thing. Like if I wasn't here mentally, like I didn't have to deal with nothing and I could just go ahead and do whatever, you know, I'm not here, I'm not here wrestling. You know, I, winter season started about like October, November. So from then till February, March, I'm just totally blank minded. Right. You know, I'm in and out the house, mm-hmm. you know, going to Cleveland, going to Akron, whatever my tournament is, you know, there's that and a third. So, but it wasn't until, um, I mean, and you know, the parents know the story now. It wasn't until one night yeah. <laughs> that it was. Me and Asia and you know some friends. Ah! Right. Like, you, know you know, this is all right. <laughs> Man, you know, but say I was I was like high school, just about done. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean you got to think. So we're talking like a three year, two to three year period. Right, moved into sixth grade. I didn't really get cool and comfortable with everything. Probably about like my freshman year of high school, freshman sophomore year of high school. And that was, you know, big, for me that you, was big for me too. That was big for me too. You like, know what? Coming in. The truth of the matter is, honestly, I think that the changing point is when Diamond came in. Maybe, but they're telling you. No, yeah. they're telling you what when they are changing. Okay. And, okay. We, and yeah, we do know about now about that party that yeah. took place while we were while we were out of town. It, it really wasn't a party. It was, it was, it was because Kick at back. the end of the day, let's keep it real. I didn't have a lot of friends. Right. I only had two to three friends yeah. now, so it wasn't no party. A, it was just, just a little kickback, right? Definitely. And I think for me, like, it was more so when I came in, I was like, okay, like, I want to be a good sister to this dude or whatever because we grow we in this house together. Like, we got to do it again. It was so many personalities, and it was hard to. Like, I feel like I'm a, I'm a person that's good with change, but I feel like it was changing too fast. There was no right. consistency for, for a minute. And I think that I didn't become cool with Isaiah until we had that understanding. Like, you don't want me here. I don't want to be here, but I got your back and you got mine. Mm-hmm. It was a couple situations where he had to have my back and it was a couple situations where I had to have his back. And that was when I was like, okay, like, we can do this. We're a team. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, in, I'm not in this by myself. Like, right. this is cool. I think, I think. For me, also, like, I think our relationship got better after I realized, like, okay, like, he's the man in the house, and I'm going to have to, like, just, it ain't just my mom I have to listen to now, mm-hmm. so it's whatever. But I think it was it was actually a minute, it was a moment where I realized that, uh, you know, because our relationship was a little rocky. Right. But then it was something that you did when mom was really getting on me about something, and you stopped her. And you had my back, and I was like, "Hmm, yeah, like what? Like he, like he got me for real. Like 
Mm-hmm. Maybe I should chill out because this is like he got my back, and yeah. I didn't. I didn't for a minute. I felt like I didn't have nobody have my back. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I was being attacked, and for that moment. When you when you stepped in, it was like, okay, chill, because maybe she, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was like, dang, like, you got my back for real. Okay. Yeah. So now, the, and I felt like that was my turning point to where, like, everything was like, okay, everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Zay, how did you feel it's, about it's that? Situation for me. Huh? Huh? It was, it was the same type of situation for I me. I thought so, yeah. You know, everybody know, everybody know, you, boy, you, you, you would be getting on me. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. right. And there's been so many situations when, you know, Marquita's really actually became like my mom, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, we always joke, like, yeah. we act so similar in so many ways. Mm-hmm. It's like she really is my biological mother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've, you've yelled at me plenty of times before. Right. You know, I've always, I've always been fussed out or whatever. There be times Marquita would be like, okay, hold on, let me go talk to your dad. Mm-hmm. Right, and then the situation would get a lot better. Mm-hmm. Easy. I mean, I almost had to go to homecoming a couple times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then we got, then we got it to you know what? We go to homecoming, just come home afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know. So then that's when I was like, you know what? She cool. Yeah, she cool for real. Listen, I got a you turning know? point too. Like it was like it brought me to tears. Let me tell you. I don't even know if you know about it. One, this was a time where I packed up my laundry basket with all of my hair supplies and I wasn't coming back. <laughs> I was not coming back. Isaiah sent me this long message. I still have it. And Isaiah had your back that time. Yeah. But the thing, I'm not going to say everything that you said in it, Isaiah, but what you put in that letter, it it just, it warmed my heart and it made me realize, okay, he really does love me. And he looks at me differently than what I thought. So it was like, okay, I'm going back to my family. I'm going to make this work. Yeah. I'm going to put everything that I have into this. Like, I love these kids. Right. And, <laughs> and I think, I think like, it was several situations where it was like, we had to realize that we were a family. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just, it wasn't just, because for a while, even, even after we were married, there was me and my child, yeah. You were your, your child. Yeah. And then, you know, we all came in to pitch with yeah. Jordan. And I think for me, like, the birth of Jordan was a big change for everything. Yeah. Because it kind of, it was the glue. It brought everything yeah. together. And it wasn't just you and yours, me yeah. and mine. And yeah. even though it was like, like, in the beginning, like, I loved Aisha yeah. from Jump. And I I was able to have a bond with Aisha mm-hmm. for the simple fact that she ran track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, even if there was nothing else, I could always have that thing with Aisha, that she ran track, I coached track, mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm going to work with her, I know I see this potential in her, I'm going to make sure I do everything that I can to help her get this, get to college uh, scholarship, this, yeah. that, and the third. So that was our bond. And then, like she said, when she found out that, hey, he got me, mm-hmm. then, you know, that made it easier. And then I know for you, it was difficult because you and I even had a conver- had conversations like with Isaiah. It's like, how do I connect with this little yeah. boy? Yeah. I've never raised a boy. Yeah. You know, all she knew was girl stuff. Yeah. You know, take her, you get your nails done. or. Mm-hmm. But when you, like you said, like he said, and I remember several times with you know, you had to soften me mm-hmm. to look at the situation with I, dealing with Isaiah a little differently and everything. And that's when you guys bond started. Yeah. And because um, we, I, I think it's fair to say that you and I came from different backgrounds, right. so we raised our kids a little differently. Right. And it, I love how we blended it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I remember, wait, one, spe- one specific situation, when I used to be on punishment and on lockdown, I remember Joseph, you saying this, and I thought it was so funny. My my punishment was, I couldn't do anything with my friends, but I could do everything with my mom. Uh-huh. So, like, I was on punishment, I was on lockdown, couldn't go nowhere, couldn't do nothing, it was school, track, back home, but 
if I wanted to, if I wanted to go to the mall, I could go to the mall with mom. If I wanted to go to my nail salon, I could go to my nail with mom. Right. And you were like, she's gonna punish me. Right. <laughs> and my, my mom was like, she's gonna punish me. She's gonna hang out with me. <laughs> So we're starting to get a little consistency in there. Boom! Yeah. I get a letter from the government <laughs> the other day. I opened it and read it. It said they were suckers. <laughs> you are the daddy. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, the specific letter. I would never forget that letter. That letter said, turn in your income. And yes. I flipped out. <laughs> yes, yes, so. It said, we want pay stubs. Pay we stubs. want tax returns. I'm like, Joseph, yeah. what did you do? I worked my whole life was, trying to get to this point, and you trying to let the government take it. It's not what I did now. It's what I had done. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that's our first introduction yes. to Diamond. Diamond. Diamond, where you at? Right here. So, Diamond, so if you re- recall, like, we, we got to that point where apparently, you know, we know the whole situation, what blah, blah, blah. You're like 16 years old, and there's a positive paternity test. What's going through your mind? Because not only did you find out for, for a fact that I'm your father, but you go to school with and oh. know my Asia. You go to school with Asia. You see her every day. You know who she is, and you know that she lives in my home. So what's going what's going on there with you? It was definitely a lot to take in. A lot. Like at first I didn't even want to be involved with anything. Because mm-hmm. it was just too much. <laughs> but um I think the first time <clears throat> the first time I met everybody I felt like really welcome, you know? But at the same time, I was like, uh, was that like, was that fake? Like, was that real? Like, I don't know. So, you know, it was, it was, it was kind of weird for a while. Yeah. Definitely. And I remember, I remember, um, and Isaiah, he's the only one I remember this. I remember when we got that news, I took Isaiah out for ice cream. Yeah. Remember this, Isaiah? We went went out to handle to get ice cream and we're sitting there with our ice cream on the bench and I'm going through my phone and say, hey, I want to show you something. And I scroll through some pictures and I show her, I say, hey, you know this little girl? He's like, no, who is that? She cute. (laughs) I was like, that's your sister. (laughs) And Isaiah's like, oh. (laughs) Like, like, so that's like, that's just like another, like you you had just got a used to Marquita and Asia and Jordan and yeah and Jordan. Now here's this 16 year old girl. Like you're my firstborn, second. Like we always like say. he just moved down from right, right. You're my like first. Like a demotion. He was my first my and only. Life, I was number one. Exactly. Yeah. And then I got told that I was number two. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm a middle child. And then he I became the middle child. child. Yeah. I said yo. <laughs> 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 Hey, no wait! I couldn't believe it. Good job, buddy. Yeah, I did that. I did that. I did that. So, so what was that like for you? Like that first um, encounter, you know? Because, like Diamond said, she came over. You know, she met the family, um, and she felt welcome. But what was it like for you? I was, I remember a specific time when um, we went to go pick Diamond's 
diamond up from our aunt's house, right? Okay. And we're, we're on the car, and then at the same time, we're going to pick up Jordan from the daycare that she was at. Mm-hmm. Right? So you guys are in the front seat. I'm in the back. I'm just on my phone. I'm chilling by myself. And then we get to the daycare, and you like, all right, guys, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get Jordan. And I'm just sitting back there. I'm just silent, minding my business. And then Diamond decides, you know, to try to speak to me. I don't know what she was saying. I didn't really care. Um, but I was, you know, she was like, so, you know, some like trying to make conversation. Right. And I'm not even looking at her down on my phone like, yeah. So, like, because in my mind, I'm like, who, who are you? <laughs> like, right. bro, who are you? You know what I'm saying, and it was dip- and it was difficult for me because I'm usually a very you know I'm a very chatty person. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm usually can make friends very very easy. I'm the one usually making that you know that first step mm-hmm. in a relationship. But for Diamond, it was just it was just weird and and different because I'm still recovering. I mean, I remember it's my freshman year of high school, right? Mm-hmm. I. I just maybe got out of that whole autoplay mode. Right. You know, just, just you know, a few years before that, you know, everybody comes to the, you know, to the family. And I'm like, okay, now I'm trying to get settled down. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Now I'm telling, now I'm getting told that I got a 16-year-old light-skinned sister. <laughs> I said, hey, you know what I'm saying? What's, what is this going on here? You know, right. but... Eventually, it became cooler because, you know, he was leaving us at the house by ourselves. You know, it was just me and Diamond at the house. And, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I got the pictures or she got the pictures. I think she might have the pictures on her phone. I have the pictures, But too. we eventually, we eventually just, I don't know, like, I'm on her back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We running around the house doing whatever, acting like we just been doing this our whole lives. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it's been been cool ever since. And it only took like three times. Yeah. For real. For me to be like, all right, cool. Yeah, and I have to say, like, that was like a chance that you and I took. Because we really, we as parents had no idea how to really navigate the situation. But it was just kind of like, let's just throw them in there and see what happens. You know, let them, because they're they're kids. And they were all good kids. Um, Diamond, go ahead. I don't know at that place I was at a I, it was a just a terrible mental space for me mm-hmm. at that point, but it just felt right with Diamond. Like it was just so much better with her. I felt like it's it's always been that connection with Diamond. Like I birthed her or something. Right. I felt like she was like my biological child. Yeah, we're and so that's similar. So crazy because I mean, don't get me wrong, like. Diamond and Isaiah both, especially Isaiah. Isaiah has a lot of my learned mm-hmm. behaviors and characteristics. Mm-hmm. And Diamond, for some reason, has certain characteristics like me, just like innately. But when you when we talk about it, it's so funny because it's almost like Aisha could have been my child. Yeah. With her personality. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. she, she, she's really... Eh nonchalant about a lot of stuff. Matter of fact. So matter of fact, very blunt, to the point, um, a bit of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. That's you. That's all me. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really how we really, really, and then you got Aisha, I mean, Isaiah and Diamond, and they're they're a lot more sensitive. And like, (laughs) and I'm like, I don't know how to talk to them <laughs> without hurting their feelings. Yeah. Like, you'll just you go and punch Aisha in the chest and she knows exactly what that means. Right. <laughs> and if you do that to yeah, Isaiah and Diamond, they're going to cry because their feelings are hurt as it should be. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think what was the most crazy for me was that uh, when, we, when we met Diamond, I'm like... <laughs> I don't care. But then when, like, I was so, like, I didn't care about the situation because I was so wrapped up in my life and how much it was changing. Yeah. But honestly, when Diamond moved in, and, like, at first I had an attitude because I'm like, dang, got to share my room. Like, 
this another space, this mm-hmm. another thing that's being taken from me. But honestly, me and Diamond sharing room was the best thing that ever happened to me mm-hmm. because it just felt, oh my gosh, I'm getting sensitive.
neither of them even got to know my dad because by the time you and I were married, yeah. my dad had dementia. Yeah. So neither of them even got to have a real relationship to know my dad. Mm -hmm. And they were there taking care of him while we were gone. Yeah. And Isaiah was, you know, looking after Jordan, you know, yeah. to make sure she was good while they were taking care of dad. And my mom was just appreciative, yeah. you know, because she couldn't get up and do it herself. So that it was at that moment for me where I was like, yeah, we're, we're a whole team. Yeah, we're a whole team. We're a real family. Yeah. And, and everything that, because, you know, we had worries. Yeah. You know, bringing all these kids together in the way Mm -hmm. that we did because everything was everything was on the heels of something um, from divorce to mm -hmm. having a new kid to moving in to finding out there's another child like everything was like oh sh how in the world can we possibly make this work yeah. but it was at that point for me when I knew that you and I were doing something right and, and we had a, we had a family yeah. Well, I knew that it was magical at the very beginning because I never had that attraction, that energy towards anyone else. Um, just our conversations, it was like kinetic energy. Mm -hmm. It just felt so different. I was, I've never been on the phone with a person that, that much. It's like we connected mentally, we connected right. physically, like... It was strong, but once I got that pregnancy test result, it was like, damn. And it was like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm talking to God. Yes, I am cussing. But it's like, what, what's going on here? It's like, I had a whole plan for myself, but I can feel that whatever you have planned for me is much stronger. And I remember just telling God that I accept mm -hmm. and I'm going to trust and I'm going to believe in your plan. Right. And it's been, it, it was hard. It was very hard. But just like listening, like at this, this moment with the kids just hearing them speak, I know that. I, I understand the plan. I understand all the hurt that we felt. Yeah. And I feel as though God was aligning everything perfect. Because if I wouldn't have had you, if I wouldn't have had the kids while I was going through my hurt mm -hmm. or my loss, I don't know where Asia and I would be at this moment. Right, right. And I can recall, and the kids don't know this, but I can recall, like, you and I even having conversations like, are we the reason? Is are we not? Are we not supposed to be together? And is that the reason that Everything. all of these yeah. bad things keep happening? Yeah. All of this hurt, all of this loss. Like, yeah. but then, come, like you said, come to find out, no, we were together because all of these things were going to happen, mm -hmm. and we all needed one another. Exactly. And and it's just funny. I mean, it's crazy how God works things that way. Yeah. So I feel like someone out there was praying for my strength. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want strength. <laughs> I'm not searching for strength. Yeah, miss me with that strength and that patience. So, so then let's. So, so we we go. We move forward. We're really connecting. Aisha's gone off to college. Um, Isaiah, I mean Diamond's gone off to college. Mm -hmm. um, then Diamond, you know, she goes through her own hurt. And we're not going to get into it, you know, yeah. in, 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 in anything in depth. But, you know, Diamond, she went through her own hurt with her own loss. And that affected, you know, the family. You know, Diamond yeah. had to move out of the house to, you know, take care of some other things. Take care of herself. Take care of her sister. And um, then, you know, but we're still a family. Yeah. Then you moved to 2020. And... Mother. I think there's a big thing that you're missing. There was a point in time, though, just to say, like, not everything was perfect with the family. I think there was a time where I don't know what happened, but when everything was going perfect, something switched with us kids. Like, um, when I moved out, Diamond moved out, and Isaiah was trying to move out. Right. I there was that. a moment 
where we as siblings was like, we got to get out the house. Like, we don't want to be around. And I don't know. It was it was something that happened to the family that was pretty tragic. Like, y'all, y'all moods was like off with us and our moods was off with y'all. And I felt like for a moment it became parents versus the siblings, like parents versus the kids. I remember, I remember, I remember having that, that conversation. Too. Yeah, I remember having that conversation. Yeah, and I feel like it's important to, I feel like it's important to talk about that moment because um, it was like, we, it was like, that's when me and Isaiah and Diamond became one because we mm-hmm. like, was like, Mm-mm, the parents, it's something wrong with them. We got to get out the house. We got to move. We can't go back. We don't want to go back. And then, I don't know, I don't know why, but it was when you had called me, Joseph, and you was like, Aisha, you're the, you're my daughter, you're the oldest one in the house, and I know that yeah. you're the only one that's going to be blunt with me and tell me what I need to hear. Right. And you was like, why don't no one want to come back home? Yeah. And when you said that to me, I was like, hmm. He don't want to hear what I got to say, but I'm going to say it because he want to hear it. But I think I think in that moment, like, you fighting for the family, like, you fighting for us, like, that, like, that made me look at you different. Because I'm like, okay, like, he want to he wanna hear what he want to hear. And, like, I like talking to you. Because you don't just be like, oh, you disrespectful because you saying this, that, and third. Like, you actually listen to what I had to say. You actually listen to my opinion because I got – it wasn't just my opinion. I got it from Isaiah. I got it from Diamond. I called them and was like, Joseph, want to know the real? Mm-hmm. Give me the real, and I'm going to tell them. Right. I think it also helped that I was five hours away. But, <laughs> um, I'm for sure what's going to say because I'm just down the hallway. <laughs> uh, Diamond was only 50 minutes away, and she was too close. And I was the only one I felt like, I felt like it was my duty to let y'all know, like, as parents, y'all wasn't cutting it at the moment. And I felt like with you listening to that and you being like, okay, like, I hear what you're saying and I'm going to fix it because mm-hmm. there's there's a shift in the family and I don't like it. The family needs to come back. Like, mm-hmm. we, need to, we need to come back. And I felt like that was so powerful to me because in a moment of just us being so mad at y'all, like, we were... We were so mad at y'all. Yeah. And, like, it was crazy. Like, I remember all our conversations. We were just like, yeah, we got to get out the house. We can't come back. I did like, y'all, can y'all please come back? We like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And like, that's it. It's over with. No. Well, like, you're going to have to come see us. Let me, I'm going to share something with you guys because you're at that age. And it's going to come a point in your life to where... The struggles of everyday life just weigh heavy mm-hmm. on you. And I think that's what happened to us during that time period. We were doing so much. And it's, it's so much behind the scenes that you guys don't see as kids because we try to protect you from all of that. But I, I want to say that was due to just the struggle of everyday life, just trying to maintain a household, trying to be happy when you really just want to cry. Yeah, and and with that, I think a lot of what happened was, it wasn't even so much that, well, I'll just say this. I think the way that we had been, the way that we normally were, we weren't able to be that. Yeah. You know, because we were going through a period of like a lot of stress, a mm-hmm. lot of hurt, mm-hmm. um, tough decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just, just being honest, like during this period, let's first of all, I lost my dad. Yeah. So, and Aisha, you even told me you could tell like from that moment, like I was checked out. And with that being checked out, a lot of, things, a lot of responsibilities that I had checked out with that. And then when I had to check back in, stuff was already a mess. And I was like, oh shit, how are we going to fix all of this stuff that's happened during me being checked out? And um, 
your mom had was checked out after losing her grandma. Mm-hmm. And so, and then we're dealing with um, the change with in Diamond after you know, yeah. losing her mom and uncle, and then that relationship between she and I, you know, changed. And so there's like so many things. So our response to a lot of things wasn't the way that it was. Like our patience for certain things. Yeah, and I think that we all like, we all checked out. I think that it was like a, it was a moment where I felt like I lost grandma, but I couldn't talk about it because it was, it was too much other things going on. Like I had school, I had track. I couldn't, I could, like I was trying to focus on mom, but I couldn't focus on mom. So I couldn't like, I couldn't focus on myself. I was focusing on mom, I was focusing on track, I was focusing on school, but I couldn't focus on myself. Right. And I think that with you losing your dad, like you you checked out, mom checked out. Like we we were all flipping out. Uh, Diamond was checked out with losing her people. And Isaiah, like I didn't even, I didn't even think about him just losing people. Cause I think we were all in a space of individuality instead mm-hmm. of family at right. the time. Right, and I think that's the that's the big thing, Aisha, what you just said, because it if you remember, like what I said in the beginning, there was me and mine, Marquita and hers, and then we we go through these periods where it started to be that again. Mm-hmm. That's her grandma, your grandma. Mm-hmm. That's my dad. That's yep. Diamond's mom. That's yep. Di- you know, and it, yeah. and so no one's able to. It's like, well, you don't know my dad. You, you didn't have that relationship. Well, you didn't have that right, relationship like with my grandma. But, but at the yeah. end of the day, it's true. No, it's very yeah. true. But I'm just saying, yeah. this, this is a lot but of I stuff that But I understand it now. You know, Diamond. You know, Diamond's out there on, like, on her own. You know, We didn't know each other. Right. And then that's what started to happen. Mm-hmm. We started to realize, like, we don't know. Like, your family isn't necessarily my family. Your hurt isn't my hurt. And, and a lot of that happened. Yep, our grief turned into anger towards each other because it was it was even a time where Diamond flipped out on me because I'm like Diamond, I know what you're going through. She was like, No, you don't. You ain't lose your mom, and I'm like, You're right. Yeah, I didn't lose my mom, but I lost my grandma, and I'm like, Well, shoot, I lost a close person to me too, and I'm not even looking over at Isaiah's way. I'm like, Shoot, yeah. we all done lost somebody. Like y'all, y'all, everybody can shut up. Right. <laughs> right. But. It was like we were we had I don't feel like we had a time of grief because me and you me and Joseph we we so mm-hmm. tucked in we so like tough we just like what's next right like I can't focus on that right now right. what's next right and Diamond was so emotional I feel like I feel like in the moment I felt bad because I wanted to be there for you but I I couldn't because emotionally I wasn't there like and Joseph you know like when we we had a conversation you know me when I'm checked out it's like no touching no talking none of that vulnerable stuff I'm like I'm closed off and you're the same way and I feel like mom and diamond they're so I need a hug I need a kiss Mm -hmm. I need this and we're like we can't do that and I think our, our anger came out on each other instead of leaning on each other when we needed each other the most. Right. But I felt like we also needed space because, like how you said, Diamond lost her mom. I did not lose my mom. I lost my grandma. She still had her grandma. You lost your dad. Mom still got her dad. Like, mom lost her grandma. You still got everybody. So it was like, it was like we were so angry with each other. But then when we all, like, figured it out, like, we really not angry at nothing. We were just angry, just to we be angry. Hurt. We were grieving. Yeah, everyone hurt. Was hurt. Yeah. Everyone was hurt. And and, and then and yeah. in that hurt, you everyone I think felt alone. Yeah. Because like you said, that yeah. was that's her mom. And you know, and even though, you know, like we said, Diamond being my daughter at sixteen, how well do I know and how well do I know how to be there for her? And how well does she is she able to receive me being there? You know that brought up a whole lot of stuff with me not being there and all of those things. And I think you know and not and I don't, don't want to cut this short, but I, I think this is a good point to get into that next phase. You know and bring Jaden in here mm-hmm. because it was right on the heels of that where I lost my sister. Yeah. And now you have Jaden. Now we're adding Jaden 
Tutor Mix, who was always just the little cousin who was just hanging around, and now he's a part of the household. So Jaden, let's talk about a little bit. And I know, and 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 to give you know Jaden some, you know, this is like the rest of us have had several years to kind of deal with some deal. of these things. You know, for Jaden, this is just last year. So, Jaden, talk a little bit just about how it was, not the loss, but just moving in and trying to find your space in in the um, family dynamic. Uh, it was very different, different, not normal. How so? Uh, rules and stuff. I'm sorry, what did you say? Rules. I said the rules. Mm. How was it? How was it for you? Like trying to like now it's kind of like in a sense. I mean, you are relation is relation. Sorry. But how was it like going from like now you you know you've been an only child, you've been a cousin, um, you could come over and go home and live your life, and now you're like the little brother. At first I didn't like it, but I do now. I do. It, it's a change. Yeah, I, I remember because I remember him coming, Jaden coming to me like, "Hey, Uncle Joe, like Jordan called me her brother, and, and am I supposed to call her my sister?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and it was real different for him, and because you know Jordan at the time is only like five, six years old, you know, mm-hmm. so she, she, you know, she just knows you in the house now, and everyone else who's been in the house is either her brother or her sister, and um, you know, but luckily, I th- you and Isaiah always had a a bond. A relationship. How how did that relationship and that bond between you and Isaiah help you in any way? Um, it was um me and him had a talk. It was when at the hospital when my mom died. Me and him had a talk. He and he said, uh, I forget what he whispered in my ear, but he said, you know, I said, I got right. you regardless. Like I got you always, you know. So how, how so how was everyone else like it's been like like bringing Jaden into the fold you know um because it's still a transition mm-hmm. you know how 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 is everyone else responding to Jaden like your own individual individually me personally I was like okay like he go I was hoping that he would adjust well to in the house because I know like from experience moving in the house like it's like you're not just moving in and everybody gonna be like okay Jaden like you know all that soft touch it's like okay <laughs> now you got chores <laughs> now you gotta get this door now you gotta do that and I'm like dang I've been doing now he got And I'm crying, 
Right. I'm just I'm up again. I'm talking up against the wall. You know, it's not. Right. God, let me cry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Jaden comes into my room. I wipe my face real quick. I'm like, what's up, boy? You know, my I change that fast. Mm-hmm. Like, what's up, boy? How you feeling? You good? You know, and it's just something that's always been over me just because of something what granddaddy, you know, put into us. Because, I mean, me and Jaden, I mean, Jaden knows we always fought, right? Fought, argued, wrestled, whatever. You know, big cousin, little cousin things, you know. And um, I remember one specific time I was at, you know, grandma and granddaddy's house, and granddaddy calls me to his office. And he was like, you need to stop all this fussing and fighting back and forth with, uh, with your cousin. Right? And I'm like, man, whatever. And then he said, because you never know when one day he might be your brother. Oh. I'm a, I'm a child. I, I'll never forget this. So when Arnetta died, that's, that's instantly what I thought of. Instantly. Granddaddy literally said, treat him like your brother because he can be. Right, not your cousin. I'm like, bro, what? Now our dad is gone. Now Jade is my brother. I said, granddaddy, was you was was you a wizard? Right. Had to, right. Had to be right. So then that's that's one thing that just played in my mind constantly over and over and over again, which caused me to be the big brother that I am. You know, like I know he had everybody else in that hospital, you know, he got you know, you, Marquita, Aisha, Diamond. But keeping it stack, you know, Aisha don't know him like that. Diamond don't know him like that. Marquita don't know him like that. Dad, you know him because he's your nephew, but you don't know him like that. I'm the only one that shared a bathtub mm-hmm. with him. You know what I'm saying? That shared a bed, shared the same room, always side by side next to each other, coming home from school, we in the backseat of granddaddy's car, going home, eating some uh, uh, pizza rolls and watching cartoons. Right. You know? That's why I, I couldn't, I wasn't hesitant on nothing. You know, he's in, he's, in the, he's in the hospital room and I'm behind him and I'm holding him and I'm telling him, I got you, regardless. I got you, regardless. You know, I got his name tattooed on my arm. I mean, that ain't no, I ain't think twice about that. You know what I'm saying? When I started getting all my tattoos and I wanted them to mean something to me, I said, my brother's keeper, because I literally am. And it's not just from this little span of this year, year and a half, two years. It was from when I was five and he was born. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so I, I tried my best. You know, to make him feel as comfortable as possible. He makes me, I just told him this, he makes me want to put my fist to his face sometimes. You know, I'm not going to lie, because I can't really put it to his body, because he's big. And he's going to feel it, but it won't affect him as much. So I feel like if I was to test his jaw, he would understand what I'm saying. But I know I can't do that, you know. So I just hold him. But he know I love him, though. Ain't that right, Jay? Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. you know I love him. You know, I mean, there's been times I went to his room, and we gotta be real. You know what I'm saying? We gotta talk one on one, real, real spill. You know, and I've and I feel like having those conversations with him is what make him look at me as a big brother. You know, he's texting me certain things. I ain't gonna repeat nothing. You know, he's texting me certain things. I'm letting him know, hey, don't you know what we're gonna talk about this when I get to we- But I do wanna say that I think through that experience I I had to say that I that's the moment where I looked up at Isaiah the most because yeah. he really stepped up. I think there was always a point in our lives where we had to step up in his family. Like I felt like for me I had to really step up when it came to Jordan. Um I feel like Isaiah really like did a turnaround and had to step up for Jaden. I feel like that was like a whoa, look at him go.
Yeah. Did you enjoy the show?